Welcome to Biohack Your Beauty. I'm your host, Dora Vandekamp, and I'm here to help you find the most powerful beauty biohacks, nutrition principles, lifestyle habits, and spiritual practices for optimal well-being. My podcast offers tools to help you discover how to exude inner and outer beauty, how to design a life of deep sensuality, joyful relationships, divine adventures, and freedom from disease. Most of all, I created this podcast to join you in co-creating a better world by standing in our own power and emanating our own authentic beauty. Let's biohack the mind, body, and soul, and let's do it together. Hi everyone, I hope you're having a fabulous day and I hope you survived this Mercury retrograde. I felt it for sure this time and I usually don't really feel the energy around that particular cosmic shift but this one was really intense for me. Like it was all out, communication was crazy, technology was just really frustrating me. So I don't know. I never felt it as much as I did this time. I do want to take a moment to ask you to very humbly please rate Biohack Your Beauty on iTunes and Spotify. We are still growing. It would be so super cool if you can show your support. And for those of you beauties who already have, thank you so much. I am so grateful. Today's episode features very special guests, Energy Muse co-founders, Heather Askinosi and Timmy Jandro. Heather and Timmy are not only business partners, but have known each other since the age of six. In 2000, the two founded Energy Muse with the mission to educate and reconnect the world to the ancient wisdom and healing properties of crystals. Energy Muse has since become an industry leader in wearable energies, providing tools of empowerment, inspiration, and hope in the tangible form of jewelry and crystals. Their debut book, Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune into the Real You, explores how you can help transform life's challenges into opportunities for growth equipped with the right crystals and mindset. In this episode, we talk about so many awesome things that have the power to contribute to your life in a positive way, including the power of Shungite, which is Definitely my favorite crystals. I mean, I love them all. I have this amazing citrine in my hand right now, but Shungite has been something I've collected for a long time. So this episode will tell you why and how and why to use crystals as a tool. That's one of the things that Heather really emphasizes in the episode is why crystals are a tool. And then also just how to show up daily and cultivate beauty and self-love using crystals. Today's show has been brought to you by one of the most amazing technologies that's out there to help your body regenerate cells. Biophoton Services provides a revolutionary approach to how the body is healed. It's a holistic method that addresses the physical, mental, and emotional elements of well-being. So Biophoton Services utilizes an advanced Biophoton Resonance Filter that recalibrates the body's own light emissions, also known as Biophotons. This process is done by measuring the meridians on the hands and toes, looking for disturbances correlated to the organ. Chaotic light, known as blockages, can be neutralized and then coherent light can be amplified, ultimately restoring the foundation of the client's health so they regain the capacity of self-healing. In today's world, we are exposed to many forms of toxicity, including environmental pollutants such as GMOs, chemicals, heavy metals, and electromagnetic radiation that inhibit the body's immune system to self-govern and communicate. Biophoton therapy is non-invasive and regenerates healthy cells from the inside out. And if you mention my name, you can get 20% off of your first visit. Just go to www.biophotonservices.com. All right, everyone, I'm super excited to bring you this amazing, sparkly episode. Without further ado, Energy Muse. 
All right. Welcome to the show, Timmy and Heather. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks, Dora. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm so excited you're here. I have many questions to ask you, Um, but let's start at the beginning because you both have an incredible story individually and then also coming together to create Energy Muse. So Heather, in your book, you talk about you kind of had everything by conventional standards. You were successful as hell. You had family, you had good friends, you had a gorgeous house on the beach. And then you walk into a crystal store one day and everything changed. So can you talk about that? You know, I think it, on paper, as you said, I, I, on paper, I look really good. I like to even hear about that right now. <laughs> Those are some good days. <laughs> um, but I think that um, usually when we, anyone hits a fork in the road, when you're on this journey of, of life, where um, there's this part of you that does what you're supposed to be doing by society standards and then what your heart and what your contentment is all about in your soul. And I think that I responded that day when I went to the crystal place or I went to this store that had a crystal because even though maybe I intellectually didn't know that I was looking for something, my heart and soul knew that I needed something. And I feel like that was a door opener to help really um, pave another path that I was so desperately um, needing at that time. So, um, and it happened quick. And I think anyone that, um, is on these paths when you're ready, it's like, what do they say? When you're ready, the teacher will appear. Well, for me, the teacher was these minerals and gems from the earth that were really grounding. And, um, and, you know, 27 years later, I still use them. I have them in my hands right now (laughs) because they still do the trick. You know what I mean? They still do the trick. I love it. We're all holding (laughs) so cool and I think it's kind of crazy because 27 27 years ago man like we talk about right now you know you can go into a crystal store in any city and can talk about crystals and people don't don't look at you with like a weird look or anything but like 27 years ago man it must have taken some courage to go into this business because it wasn't normal it wasn't like something that people accepted as a real thing. I think it was very underground in a way, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel, you know, and Timmy could probably, you know, mention, come to this trip. You know, we've been doing this for 17 years and I would say only until two years ago would people publicly talk about maybe coming in here and seeing us. But I mean, we've been doing this for 17 years and we've had the opportunity to deal with the top people in every industry in the world, but it was sometimes it was this conversation that was behind closed doors that I don't know if people really felt safe or comfortable talking about, but I definitely know that people have been very interested in the energy of the earth for for a long time, but now people can openly talk. It's almost like coming out of the crystal closet. People could come out of the crystal closet now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, I think also on another side note is like people were so into the, um, results they were getting from working with some of the pieces that we had on our line, that it was almost like their secret sauce. So they didn't really want to not only share it because they were a little bit out there being that it was a crystal modality, but they also wanted to have that advantage over someone else, maybe as in the actor's um, industry, being an actor or an actress, or in a financial situation, or an athlete, because you always want to be better than the person you're playing against, right? Absolutely. So people would wear them as their talismans and not really talk about them for that reason too. Mm. How interesting. And then Timmy, how did you kind of come into this? Cause you were not a, really a crystal junkie like Heather, were you in the beginning? No. And I'm still really not, to be honest with you. I mean, I love crystals, but I love them for different reasons. And I do think when you talk about a soul uh, and souls, Heather and I are like soul sisters. We are sisters from different mothers, but like we made a contract somewhere up there, up in the ethers, heaven, and said, we're going to come down on this earth and we're going to teach ourselves about being grounded and working with this beautiful earth energy and then helping to teach others. But 
My whole journey was totally different. I started out right out of college, um, going into the garment industry. And you talk about a soul's journey. Back then, I was going in because I loved sales and I wanted to sell clothing to all the big box retailers, like a Walmart and Sears and JCPenney's. But when I started, the owner of the company said, you're going to work out in the factory. You're going to work with the um, production people. You're going to work with the designer. You're going to answer the phones. Then you're going to be in sales. So I had a really good feeling about how a company should work. And I thought, why on earth is he making me go through these efforts? Like, this is ridiculous. But when Heather and I came together, all of that wisdom was used for us to help start our business. And so it was the back end part of all the great stuff Heather had. Crystal wise, we had a foundation to start a business, which that's a whole nother story. But um, we really didn't even go into business to be in business. It, it was really a fluke. And that's so cool because you must have really had to trust because I think a lot of things happen to us and we don't really understand it. And then ultimately, like, who knows, five years later, 10 years later, we're like, oh, shit, this is why. This is why mm -hmm. this person was in my life or this is why that guy dumped me or whatever. It, like, it all starts to make sense. So it's cool because you kind of have to trust that things are working out for you. The universe is working out for you, you know? Well, I'll tell you, during the very lean years, it certainly didn't feel like that because <laughs> we had some whopper years where we were tested beyond tests. And, you know, a lot of the times Heather and I are like, let's just get out of this business. Like, why are we doing this? This is brutal. But those challenging times and finding solutions to get through them, which were not easy at all, have definitely helped us to be the people we are today mm -hmm. and become more solution-based to make challenges seem like learning experiences. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your book that I love so much. And not only is it an amazing book, it's beautiful. The pictures in it are gorgeous. The cover is gorgeous. I literally have it on my desk with all my crystals and everything because it's just beautiful. It doesn't just go into the bookcase. Like it's something Aww. you can just put out and people can look at. What inspired you to make a, to, to write a book? Well, um, we got kind of lucky actually. Um, Hay House Publishing, which is, you know, when thinking in you know, if I was ever to think, who would I ever want to be published by? It was Hay House Publishing because, you know, they kind of are the go-to for the spiritual topics and whatnot. And actually, uh, the president of Hay House called us one day and um, asked us if we would write a book. And we actually thought it was, you know, like somebody teasing us. And so we never responded okay. because we're like, so that was a little embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thankfully, they called again. And, um, and so we had the privilege to write this book and be, um, you know, by, through Hay House. And basically they let us do whatever we wanted. And it was really important for Timmy and I, because crystals are so beautiful that we really wanted to, um, have a book that had this visual aspect to it that I don't want to say like Instagram, but that whether you're into crystals or you're not into crystals, it would act as a recipe book. Like you could go to a chapter and you could feel the frequency and the vibration just through the images. And we're really lucky we had, um, Sarah is somebody who's been with Energy Muse for many years and the crystals love her and they almost like smile for her on camera. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like somebody else will be taking a picture and they'll be like, Ugh. and it's almost like when she comes up, they're like, camera ready, action. And so, you know, I, I really feel that that penetrated through the book. So we wanted to make it simple. We wanted to take the overwhelm out of this crystal world, because I think a lot of people want to get into crystals, but they're like, oh, where do I start? Oh my God. What if I do it wrong. Um, I don't even know where to begin. And we wanted to be that book on, hey, let us be your guide. This is, let's start at the beginning. And you're just like us. We all, we started one day just like you and you can do it and you're not going to do it wrong. So come on the journey with us. And that's really what our book's all about. I love that. And so let's talk a little bit about crystals. Why do crystals work? You know what? I think I'll share my story. I think that they work in different ways for different people. 
and I and I love I think what what's great about Timmy and myself and in our business is that you know how they work for me is not necessarily how they work for Timmy and we've been doing this 17 years so I I say that because I want to let everyone know it's going to be different for everyone you know some people are like look I love crystals but whenever I pick them up I don't feel a thing and you know what it's okay and some people pick them up and they're like, I skyrocketed, you know, I went out of my body to the galaxy. And some people have this complete. So the thing is, you want to go with where you are. Any relationship takes time. You know, you can't take a supplement one day and think you're going to heal your body. You can't go to the gym one day. You All of these tools, which is what we look at more, they take time. It, you establish a relationship. For me, yeah. I mean, I could hold a crystal and I've been working with them and I know how they work with me and it could be immediate. But, but to me, I'll share, you know, for Timmy, it might not be the same thing, but it doesn't mean she's not getting results from them. She just has it happened to her, for her in a different way. You know? Well, I just think about some of the times when we were writing the book and it's like, come on, Heather, we got to power through. Like we owe a chapter to our editor. And she's like, Timmy, you can't, not take time to take time. And that would be the time where we would sit, grid ourselves out and she'd grid me out and vice versa. And we had to feel them because they wanted to tell their story and we had to connect with them. It wasn't like we were just telling random stories. They were real stories that came from the heart that came from us working with them. And for me, again, I wasn't drawn to the crystals like Heather. Heather practiced on me, you know, almost 18 years ago. And because I knew nothing about them when she gave me the prosperity necklace, which is what started our company, along with nine other people, we all came back with similar results. And so my, my mind being a little bit more on the linear end is like, hey, if I feel something and I don't even know anything about crystals, Let's help people because this is really cool. Again, I didn't know the molecular structure. I didn't know I needed to do this, that, or the other. I just put it on and felt it. And sometimes when I've been in these last 18 years of doing business, where really, you know, challenging times have come up, I will go to a crystal and start feeling and the feeling helps me heal. And it doesn't always feel good. You know, like my son went to rehab. It was horrendous. I thought I was going to break apart and have a mental breakdown. But by wearing certain crystals that kept me grounded and having Heather give me combinations that she knew worked, I knew I could get through it by working with them as a tool. I had to do the work, though, too. These just assisted. That, Dora, that's like the number one thing we got to get on the streets. If, if anything today, you know, this please help us get the word out. If somebody thinks a crystal or they're identified as a rock or however anyone wants to call them is going to change their life, they're going to be highly disappointed because the only person that can change your life is you. Now, they're a tool. And I feel called to say, say this to you. I don't know. It just came to me. Is, is that for me, because I'm somebody who could go into the clouds. Like when I meditate, I'm like, woo, I like being out of my body. I like being up there in the sky. For me, sometimes as an empath or a highly intuitive person, it's kind of hard here on the earth plane for little for people like me. But I like the crystals because they help me vibrate to the to the beat of the earth. You know what I mean? That that megahertz, that frequency of the earth frequency. So for people like me, I gotta ground on in. Now, for other people that are completely grounded, they we'll use crystals in a whole other way. They need them to like help get up there. Do you see? There's so many of us humans that are so different that there's not one formula like food or like anything for one person. Absolutely. Really. And I, I identify with you, Heather, in a way where I need tools to help ground me because I can be up in the clouds all day. I can be in it's my awesome up there. reality yeah. daydreaming it's, and, you know, in yeah. my head. And so it's really hard sometimes to come down to earth. And sometimes I don't want to. Yeah. But if you want to have some stability, if you want to have relationships, if you want to be financially successful, you got to come down to earth. You got to use those tools. And so that's what I love about what you do as well is 
you're right. Everybody's an individual. Everybody has a different way of being on this earth and a different uh, version of beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what, you know, my podcast is about. And that's your message as well is we're all unique. And so we Mm -hmm. all have to go within and figure out what is what is our own path. So how would somebody choose a crystal? Is that something that is also unique as well? Well, so you, you'd say that and people come into our showroom often or they'll go visit our website if they can't come locally. And, you know, just like what Heather said originally with her story, there might be a color, shape or size that catches your eye. And, and hers was amethyst. So the purple caught her and it welcomed her. And so we just say, hey, you're looking for something for this, that or the other. But what are you attracted to? Intuitively, you know, and that's go with it. Because, you know, I think, you know, if we were to look at what's the number one lesson, what's lesson number one in the crystal world, from our opinion, it's trust. Mm -hmm. Because when you pick a crystal for the first time, it's you're taking that leap of I trust myself that I know what's right for me and I'm going to go with it. And sometimes that's scary because sometimes we hand over our power and think oh this crystal expert or this show uh, store owner is going to know me better than I know myself but when we take the time to know ourselves we do it's just so that's it's the really first empowering. step it's really amen, first step, amen you know? to that absolutely and that is a, it's a spiritual thing i think it's mm-hmm. also a physical thing you know we go to the doctor often because we don't trust our own body And so I think there is this awakening process that is so important for us right now uh, is to tune in to our own intuition. What is a way to start doing that? You know what? For some people, it's almost and I I don't want to always keep relating it to like humans, but I I do because I think our human brain can get get around the story a bit. So that's why I keep going back to that. But it's almost when you meet a new friend. You got to be around the new friend. You got to, you know, have lunch, maybe go out on a Friday night, um, you know, talk to each other on the phone a lot. It's like through that time, you realize, is this friend going to be a good friend or just an acquaintance or maybe someone who you brought in your life for a period of time? I love this thing about pick one crystal, carry it around for 30 days, put, get a tumbled stone. It could be a $5 investment and you don't have to, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be some expensive mind blowing. Eh. It could be like, go find a, a tumbled stone, put it in your pocket. When you go to sleep at night, put it on your nightstand, put it in your bra. A lot of women like to put them in their bra, take it out for a spin, put it out in the sun, sage it, hold it when you meditate. I tell you, after 30 days, you're going to be, no one had to teach you these things. By you spending time with it, you're going to be like, I like it. I really like it. Or "Eh, I'm not into this, or this isn't the one for me. But you're going to know, but it's, you've got to be committed to this process. But really, you got to be committed to you. That's the hard part. Yikes. That's the work. Does that make sense? Your crystal is just your little tool. But you're like, hey, am I going to commit to this? It's, I don't know if you remember a long time in science class, they had you carry an egg like mm-hmm. it was a baby. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Where it was like you had to carry it around and it was like, ah, ah, but you were like you, you were in it and you had to commit to that to it. So take the simple challenge, do it with the tumbled stone and see what happens at the 30 days. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, my life changed. Oh, my God. Things opened up. It was the crystal or was it really you? Usually it's really you. Yeah. And that's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. And in the, in the book, in your book, um, you say one of the beautiful things about crystals is that when you place a crystal on your body, it encourages the body to match the crystals higher frequency. So then it raises the frequency of your body. Um, Mm -hmm. So we talk about frequency and then also there's people who have a frequency, right? So some people are high frequency and then there's people who are maybe a little bit low frequency. So Dr. Christian Northrup just wrote a book about dodging energy vampires and you touch on that in your book as well. So how can you protect yourself against energy vampires and why is that an important thing? Well, you know, 
um, I just talked to Dr. Northrup um, the other day, and we have something coming out, which is a, a interview that we did with her, because um, she ended up doing our love, which is a sideline story, our love ritual, and ended up finding the love of her life. Um, but that's a sideline story. Yes. Yeah. We're really excited. We adore her. She's with Hay House. So we got to hang out with her not too long ago. Um, but okay. Well, to me, what do you, what would your, I mean, I think during the day there are energies that can attach to you so easily. And I think, do you create the boundaries to allow it? Well, sometimes you, they just happen. Right. And so in our book, we do talk about cutting the cords using the black tourmaline as kind of like a pseudo sword to cut the cords, which usually line up in the middle of your body through the chakra system. So you're like cleansing your auric um, field. And, you know, sometimes like Heather and I will talk about it. We'll be together for a long time. And we're like, hey, we got to cut the cord on each other just because we're kind of morphing into one another. It doesn't mean I'm mad at her. It doesn't mean she's mad at me. We still love each other. We're just cutting that energy. But that's on a, you know, a lighter note. But sometimes even your kids or your husband. Oh, I'm doing it sometimes when I'm with my husband. I'm like, and I, you know, I'm cutting it. He's like, do you really need to be doing that right now? During I'm like, the conversation. Yes, yeah, during the conversation. I'm like, absolutely. I really do need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but energetically, you feel a difference. Yeah. You really do. Um, so it's important to clear your auric field yeah. often. Kind of like when you're in a feeling of chaos or you're in a feeling of just you don't have clarity on something it's kind of like a sim- symbolically stepping away because that's when you get the clarity that's when you kind of know how you feel intuitively and you know your inner being kind of talks a little bit louder you can hear her a little bit more if you're able to step away so cutting the cord is definitely beneficial it's kind of like detaching with love right you're sending that person love but you're detaching from that energy that's happening right now. Yes. Yes. And so another aspect of uh, vibrating at a higher frequency is space clearing. So why is clearing negative energy powerful for well-being? Well, in my personal opinion, I think that this, if somebody wants to change their life immediately, this is the secret. And if on page 32 in our book, and I, I, I really please, if you don't, If you do anything, do the sage clearing with that prayer. That came to us from one of the authentic living medicine men. And he allowed us to reprint that prayer, which is a secret prayer. Okay. But because of the time right now on the planet and people as humans that need healing, he granted um, permission to have that. So if you know nothing, if you've never saged or smudged your house, you go to the front door. You take that prayer out of our book. You say it 100% exactly what it's saying. You open up all the windows in your house and you go through each room and you smoke out your house, okay? And then you let the energy be released. What we like to do is then go through our space again and do it with like another, like an incense or a rose or a Palo Santo or some other incense. And then you bring the energy in and you ask for the angels to bless your space and you ask for healing to come in and you ask for the vibration to raise. That act, that simple investment of $5 and possibly 15 minutes can shift things dramatically in a positive direction. And I just, I want to, whether you, if you use a crystal or you don't use a crystal, Please start doing this because the the thickness on our planet right now is extremely heavy, guys. We are going into eclipse season. We are at a Mercury and a Mars retrograde. These are tools and energetic medicine for us to use in the invisible realm to make our physical realm not so intense. So we can be aligned to the light and to our highest vibration. Because when we get out of that alignment is when chaos strikes, mm. okay? And I'm saying this because I just had to do this about 15 minutes ago <laughs> when chaos strikes. <laughs> it's rough, it's rough. Anyway, but but knowing the tools, bop, 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 it's you, okay. And I'm not saying that all of a sudden everything was fixed. I'm saying that what happened was I got fixed. I came back into center. So I'm like, okay, whoa, perspective check. 
How am I going to see this? How am I going to, how am I going to show up to this obstacle? Because life is about, this is school down here on the, on the earth. We are here to learn lessons. Okay. So how are we going to move through this lesson with grace, contentment, and being in a place of alignment and be in the light? How are we going to do that? So much, 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 much. Well, and I think that touches on something really important because we are in a really heavy time in our, in our, um, in our world right now. And I think for a lot of people, it feels really heavy, you know, and, um, I think it feels scary for, for people as well. Um, but part of that space clearing and that energy clearing for ourselves is the better we are inside and the, the freer we feel and the more, Uh, hopeful we feel, I think the more change we can make, the better Mm -hmm. world we can make. So Mm -hmm. I think it is a powerful ritual because we sometimes don't know our own power. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like taking back your power. Well, Mm -hmm. in, in today's time, in a time more than ever, where information is available, where EMFs and 5G is strong, where we've got a lot coming at us in the media and marketing and blah, blah, blah. We need to know who we are more than ever and trust that inner guide. We're being called as light workers to do that. It's important more than ever on the planet. Yes, 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 yes. And you mentioned 5G and EMFs. I've been obsessed with Shungite forever. That was like my first crystal. You know, I go to a crystal store and I want to buy something else, but I always end up buying Shungite. It's just Mm -hmm. something I love. I'm so drawn to. So, and in your book, you'd call it, I actually think on your blog or on your website, you call it the miracle stone of the 21st century. Can you talk a little bit about Shungite? Well, Shungite is this interesting, um, it's almost 100% carbon, the elite Shungite. There's a couple different forms of Shungite. Um, It's only found in one place in the world. It's in Russia. And um, there has been some um, scientific studies on them. Um, I definitely um, inspire or ask that whoever's listening to this, look it up and educate yourself, okay? Because this is something that they're, that, uh, it's being looked at as not just a woo-woo out there, spiritual crystal as, as something that actually really does something. And I think we'll find more of that in the future when more of science and biochemists and people really start taking a look at the mineral world, who, by the way, was here way before they got here. Mm-hmm. I love all that, where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know about that. Wait, the earth has been here for millions, millions of, of years. years. It's seen a lot of earth stuff going on. I think there's something to it. You know, I remember this Mayan medicine man told me many, many years ago, he said, he used the word God, um, which I know could be whatever, but higher source, whatever you want to say. But he said that, you know, here um, for every ailment, there is a cure on our planet. Um, it's just a matter of finding it. And so sometimes the things I always think that wouldn't it be cool, like one of the things that did the most medicine on, an, on the crystal world would look like cool. Like yeah. if you look at Shungai, <laughs> it's not like sparkling no. like amethyst. So like, hey, come and see me. Woo. It looks like a lump yeah. of coal. It looks like a lump of coal. Yeah. But but how funny of Mother Nature. What if? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What if? And so, um, so definitely do your own research. See where um, Shungai shows up in Russia. See what they're using it for in Russia. See what's going down. Um, but we have access to it now, and it's something definitely to um, to take a look at in a very very serious way, mm-hmm. in a good way, mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah. To add to your tool chest. To add to your tool chest. Yes. You know, absolutely. we've got elite shungite in water. We we are big proprietors of that because it has because of the carbon count. It has this um, ability to absorb. Um, not a ton of research, although we're hoping to have more research, um, with the EMFs because really right now they're saying, if anything, it just neutralizes. It's not gonna, you know, there's not enough biochemists, scientists, engineers, all these people. I don't know if they're looking at it right now in that way, but, but we need more people that are smarty pants people to look. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening and you're smarty pants, (laughs) (laughs) Um, call us. Yes, call us. 
All right. And then in your book, you also talk about this amazing story about your sweat lodge experience, which was so cool. Uh, was so amazing. I love that. And how, how it really connected you to the moon. What is mm. the power of the moon? Well, you know what, that story, I have to say, just going back to that was probably one of the most radical times Heather and I have ever had together because we were, if anyone remembers some of the story, we were really in debt, like to the tune of a quarter of a million dollars. And we were like, what the heck are we going to do to get ourselves out of this story? And we went down to Mexico to do a show where all these spas came together and we were going to try to sell our product and get ourselves out of this hole. But what we found out is that the cost to import was so extravagant, it would behoove people to buy from us. And so we were literally going to be going back to the States with our tail between our legs going, great, now we're in more debt. So during the midst of all this, of course, Bertha, the healer, comes to our, our booth and wants to take us on this magical experience into this sweat lodge. And again, we trusted. We did not know Bertha. We did not know Bertha nor her brother. They came and picked us up the next morning and God only knows where they were driving us, but we went to Tulum to this very sacred space and did a, um, a Temescal, which is like a sweat lodge and had the spiritual experience that again, I was feeling like, woo, I am feeling great. Everything's been cleansed and Heather is deathly sick. And I'm like, Heather, scoop yourself up. We got to get on the plane. We got to get home. It's mother's day. We both have kids. We got to get it together. Like you're being a baby. And you mean, Heather can tell her part of it, but it went really bad for you. And then really bad for me later where I literally like cussed my mom out the day I got back on mother's day. And that whole process hit me later. So again, going back to what Heather is saying is that sometimes these processes will hit you in different times and in different ways, and you've got to honor it. But having the moon as being part of this ritual was even more intense because it amplified the energy of the experience. So going with the cycles of the moon is so important because we all used to live by the cycles of the moon. Women had their menstrual cycles due to the cycle of the moon. And I think we've lost a lot of that. And I think by connecting back with nature and mother nature through crystals, we are getting back into that beautiful rhythm again. So, yeah. I just think the moon's cool because like with crystals and stuff like that, it gives me, well, I have to go put my crystals outside for the mm. full moon. And sometimes we just need to look up. You know what I mean? And I like that. And I, I'm i a big proprietor of moon baths where, and I take, I try, I'm, I have my daughter on the program too, because I want her to be empowered to know that, you know what, know your cycle, know, look up into the moon. It's not just about us. We're part of something that's big. And the crystals like to have a little soaking of the moon. They like all that. They like to be soaking all that frequency in. And when we when they soak the energy of the moon in and we hold them when it's not a full moon time, we get to hold the full moon in our hands. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you guys both talk a little bit about um, the crystals like Sarah and the crystals like the moon. Mm -hmm. What is that? Do they have personalities? Do they have? What is what does that mean when you say that they like that? Um, so once again, I mean, this is probably you're either going to have a lot of people go, wow, that was great. Or you're going to have people drop <laughs> off now going, whoa, is this girl OK? But, you know, for me, I, you know, I think um, I see and feel crystals differently. I, I feel, you know, they, they look differently to me. They feel differently to me. I see when they're heavy. I know when they're, they felt like they've been out in the sun. Like if, do you know, when you come back from a vacation and you're just like feeling so great, that's what happens to crystals when you put them outside in nature for a while and they get to, you know, there, there's a vibrational frequency there that, and we're vibrational frequency. And, um, I definitely think that they know how to hold the light for me personally. And sometimes I forget how to hold the light and I need help. And so for me, the crystals are this molecular component that soaks in mother nature and is mother nature. 
and it has these grounding, expansive frequencies. And believe me, I've tried a lot of things. I'm a, I'm a human guinea pig. And if you name it, I've tried it. I have access to a lot of stuff because of what I do for a living. And if things work, I stick with it. And if they don't, I kind of put it to the wayside. There's something to the mineral world. Um, and I know because I'm still doing it 27 years later. And um, it's not complicated. And the more I work with them, the more I realize how simple it is, like nature. It's just... I made it more complicated than it needed to be. So. But I think, you know, going back to personalities, I love that you say that about crystals. It's just like people, you resonate with some and you don't resonate with others. And that's kind of how crystals are for me. Mm -hmm. I might go, oh my gosh, I'm really resonating with my blue lace agate right now. But tomorrow it might just feel like, oh, I just can't even go there. You know, I want rose quartz and I want to feel the personality of love because I need that today. So I think what we keep saying is just trust yourself. And even in our book, these are just recipes or rituals that we suggest that we've used, but really go with what resonates with you and tweak things. If something seems to feel like, hey, I need to use rose quartz instead of uh, rhodochrosite, well, go, go for it because you probably are right. Yeah, I love it. I think we could probably talk about crystals all day, all year. There's so much to talk about. So one of the things that you talk about in Crystal Muse is self-love. And that's a big topic on my podcast is self-love because Mm -hmm. I think that is what cultivates beauty in Mm -hmm. the big scheme of things. If you have self-love, you're possibilities are endless. So what is the way that crystals, how do crystals play a part in cultivating self-love? Well, I will just speak for myself. I'm still on the journey of self-love. Every day is a journey of loving myself. There's days that are like, well, you know what? You're okay. And I love you. And I'll look in the mirror and go, you're pretty good today. But some days it's, it's not that way. And I think with crystals, like I was saying earlier, maybe rose quartz is I'm going to hold that or throw a a tumbled stone in my bra and go, you know what? I'm going to feel that. And just feeling that next to my skin, I'm going to remember, okay, I got to love myself more today. I got to love myself more today. I might not like the way I feel on the outside, but on the inside, that's really like what you said is all that matters in most cases. And so that's going to be my talisman for the day to remind myself of that. So it's just a little my little peacekeeper of reminder. I, you know, I'm really into ancestral, like unrooting, you know, all this stuff. So I have found for me personally, because for me, I'm like, yeah, I want to love myself. Intellectually, I get it. Like I'm right there with this conversation. I'm so right there. But when I'm living it on a daily basis, sometimes it's not really easy. And I don't, I'm really, I'm a formula hacker. I don't, I, I'm like, come on, we got, there's gotta be something to get through this. So I use crystals more now, more than ever, where I could use them to c- kind of clear myself, not only in my now, but take me back to parts of maybe where I learned these behaviors or I saw these behaviors or, or I took on belief systems that weren't true. And that's really what I, and, and let me say this, it's not fun guys. It's, this is the part of the non rainbow and unicorn car- part sure. of um, the crystals, but I kind of use them as like my therapist in, in the way that I'm able to get to places with myself. And then I have a good friend or people have a good therapist that they could call and work through. It's just another layer of getting there. But I find that the more I go back into my past, which is not always the most fun, but I could kind of find the cords of where something started and where I started buying into that and how I'm here at this point now going, I don't need that anymore. So I think that sometimes we've got to do a little bit deeper work with these things because we can cut the belief systems and we can cut the patterns so that we can show up to that energy or that aloha frequency, that love vibration, the color of the rainbow on a daily basis and be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. And, um, it's just a little bit more like background work. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. And I, I think you're right. 
it's so powerful to work on yourself, but it's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. really uncomfortable. Um, and it hurts sometimes, you yeah. know, it's not an easy thing, I think. And that's the thing is it takes a lot of courage to look inward, to look at your patterns, to look at your belief system and say, mm-hmm. maybe this isn't serving me. Maybe this isn't serving my my destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I love that you said to me that you have that reminder because I think both of your answers kind of intertwine. You mm-hmm. have like this friend, that crystal, mm-hmm. and it's helping you through that experience mm-hmm. that might be painful or that might be challenging. So you're, you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. alone. Absolutely. We're never alone. We're, We're never, never alone. alone. Absolutely. But sometimes we need to feel it. And that's what crystals are good for because they're, they're in energy in a tangible form. Mm-hmm. They are energy in a tangible form. It's like this magic, but you can see mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some crystals that are good for health and beauty? I will have to tell me what would you well, for me, just because like for me, loving myself and having beauty, it would be more about speaking my truth because I feel like when I'm angry or I'm holding stuff in or I'm caught in these loops of these behaviors or thought patterns because I've held it in and not spoken my truth, it makes me ugly, so to speak. And I, I, I know that ugly parts of me come out when I kind of get to my hilt because I've held it down for so long and that is not pretty. So I like to work with blue lace agate because blue lace agate is all about speaking your truth. And I've come into this life with, you know, a raspy voice. And so I know that my destiny is to continue to get through the layers of many, maybe ancestral, like Heather was saying, or thought patterns that I've got to bust through this um, right now um, on this this lifetime. So blue lace agate helps me with that. And I wear it as a bracelet too, and on my chest. So I'm, I'm always bathed in blue lace agate. Love that. And you know, for me, it's selenite. It's all about selenite because when I land out of my mind into my heart, it's a beautiful place. It's just, life is so much simpler. It's so much in the flow. When I'm up here, it's like, you know, this, this recorder, but when I can land that frequency, that vibrational, like almost a column of light in my heart, and I could let that burst through and shine through for me, light is beauty. That's just when you are, it's when I see beautiful people, it's not even what they look like. It's what I feel like when I'm with them. It's, it's this essence of just love. I mean, and it sounds, but you, it's not when someone touches your heart, you never go, God, what a beautiful person. You're just like, I love that. They are beautiful mm-hmm. because they uplifted me and them. And we both left better than before. That to me is beauty. That's beauty. That's, that's like gorgeous. We're talking goddess. We're talking ethereal. We're talking, wow, thank you for just being in my vibration. But I think that's why you yeah. have crystals because they do that for you. Too. Yeah, like 100%. They, they lift you to that. Yeah, light. And, I, and that for me, selenite does that. Yeah. So I love it. One of my questions is always, what is your definition of beauty? And you both kind of already answered it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And so this is a question I always ask my guests um, What are your top three beauty biohacks? So, do you have any beauty biohacks that you want to share? Well, um, I mean, like what I always like to do is start my morning with lemon water and sometimes I will put a crystal in it. Maybe it's rose quartz or something, just whatever I'm working on. Um, I think also just having, like Heather was talking about the light, I think having sometimes those light energies around you, whether it's being outside in the sunlight personally, we need that vitamin D just to absorb and feel really happy inside and outside. But citrine has that light energy also. So I like to have that around. And um, what's another biohacking thing? My gosh, I don't know. Let me think. But Heather, go. Um, I'm a big person about drinking shungite water, shungite infused water to detoxify my cells. Um, I'm always about a good crystal. um, I I like to put a face mask on like one of those sheet masks and then I'll put crystals around on my face um, and I'll listen to music because I feel like you've got that. And then I have 
different crystals that I'll do a facial, a crystal facial with. And I feel like that's really, really amazing. I think there's some really cool, I'm also really about like rose water that's been infused with rose quartz um, under a full moon um, that's been programmed for the energy of beauty. That, that, that one is, that one's really good. Um, and I also love to take beauty baths where I will infuse my, I, I think a good beauty blend is aquamarine, rose quartz, um, clear quartz, um, rose petals, jasmine in a bath on a Friday night when the moon is waxing specifically. Um, and that helps to really allow that essence to seep into your core essence. And it's light some candles and just allow yourself to be nurtured in the elements of mother nature and all of I like to blend elements. The flowers and the crystals love to work together with the oils. They love it. They love it. They love it. And I thought of They're a good more. team. They're a good team. One more that I like to do is just your, I always wear elite shungi and selenite on my body. So the reason I think it's kind of biohacking. So it also reminds me of like, you've got to walk through the shadows to get to the light. So you've got the dark and the light energy and also obviously for the EMF um, protection, but those, those two combinations are something I usually never go a day without wearing. I love it. I love it. I, those are the two things I, I carry with me all the time. I have my selenite and my shungite. So I, <laughs> I love that. Where can people find you and where can people find your incredible book? So you can visit our website at energymuse.com and the book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. We also sell it on our website. If you're local, you can come see us in Torrance, California. And we have, we're on Instagram and uh, Facebook and we've got all these beautiful communities within Facebook that people can join and be a part of. But I think for anyone that's new to crystals or anyone that has any questions about crystals, our priority and our mission is for us to have as much free content for people. So um, we have a blog that literally, if you have a question, I think there's some, there's an answer on there and you can go and educate yourself and it's all there waiting for you at energymuse.com. Oh, thank Yay. you so much, ladies. What an epic episode. Oh, I can't wait to share it. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing interview with Energy Muse. I really loved how Heather and Timmy emphasized that crystals are a tool for us to use to enhance and discover our own gifts and our own beauty and then share them with the world. It's really incredible. I feel like every interview I do, my toolbox gets bigger and more powerful and so I'm just biohacking my way through life these days with all of these amazing tools. So if you feel the same way, please share your favorite BYB episode with someone you love. Just text it to them or email it to them. It would be awesome for you to share that with someone that you care about. Let's keep vibrating higher, sharing the power of healing, beauty, and love with each other. Thank you for tuning in. Have a beautiful week.